Hey Baker, welcome to Business is Sweet. It's easy to fall in love with the sweet art of baking. It's a bit harder to take the right steps to create a successful business around your baking. But the business side of baking is also pretty sweet. I believe that you can be paid well for your creativity, build a successful baking business from home, and enjoy the work you get to do. And in fact, I don't just believe it, I know it because I've done it. I'm your host, Brett, a self-taught home-based baker myself who's built a thriving business making a full-time income as a wedding cake designer, all from home while raising my two little kiddos. And I'm here to show you how to do it too. Welcome to the show. Hey there, it's Brett. Welcome back to Business is Sweet. Today we have a guest that I am so excited to share with you. She's one of my best friends. And before we dive into that, there's a couple of things I've got to update you on. So you know I've been starting this new baking business. You know that I got a few. I had one order that I finished and then I had a consultation that I booked with a bride and she booked her cake. And it was so cool. Within like six weeks, my business was up and running and I was starting to get those orders. And I just got my next two orders, both of them like 500 plus dollars, which is just so cool. So another one is a wedding that will be here in town at that Cinder Creek venue, that local wedding venue that I really, really want to work with because it's just right here and I want to stay very locally based. And then my other order is for some little mini cupcakes that are the same ones I took to the information fair hosted by the library where I called the library and was like, hey, I'd love to be a part of this. And they were like, actually, we'll hire you. Like, let's just pay you $400 to make all the refreshments. And someone came to that event and had my cupcakes and loved them. And so now they're hosting another event here in town and they've ordered 300 mini cupcakes. And I get to do that order and I'm really, really excited. They brought by a check and I'll cash it and it's paid, booked and ready to go, (laughs) which it's just so cool to watch that marketing effort pay off, that it actually, the product was good, it was the right kind of placement and it really spoke for itself. So that was really, really neat to see that pay off. And everything that I've learned these past few weeks and months experimenting, starting over from scratch, I want to take it all and share it with you. I actually documented the entire process. I took videos and made little vlog diaries as I, you know, worked on my business and as I made progress from the very beginning to where I am now. And so I'm going to take all of it and I'm actually going to put it into a whole new program that is launching in just a few weeks called the Business School for Bakers. I am so excited to open the doors on this program because it's so easy to find resources for baking, for recipes, for decorating. There's so much out there, but the business side, as many resources as there are, there just isn't like one solid like let me take you through the whole thing, the whole spectrum of pricing, marketing, planning, finances, strategy, branding, all of it, the big kahuna of everything. And so I built this course for you 
in a very specific way to help you lay the foundation, lay the groundwork, and take the right baby steps forward and to keep your momentum going and to help you learn everything that you need to learn in order to have success as a baker in business. When I started my business, I could not find the resources I needed to really master it right off the bat. And so I learned a lot by trial and error and research and doing and experimenting. And it was successful. And I've coached hundreds of bakers on it over the past two and three years. And now I'm taking it all and putting it in one place called the Business School for Bakers. That's coming out in about two or three weeks. And if you are excited about that, if you are ready to jump into that and take your business, like transport it two years into the future where you don't have to learn everything on your own and you don't have to make all the hard mistakes. It's like so much is given to you. Every single little bit of the the path is laid out for you. If you're ready for that, check out the link that's in the show notes or you can find it on my bio on Instagram and you can drop your email there so that as soon as the Business School for Bakers launches, you can be the first one in the doors. So excited for that. Cannot even tell you how excited I am to open the doors for that. And now today we're going to be talking to, again, like I said, a good friend of mine. Her name is Cherie Cotron, and she runs Wildflower Cake Co. here in Utah. She is such an, a talented cake decorator. I'm looking at her website right now and just kind of ogling, oogling, ogling, I don't even know if I said that right, over these beautiful cakes like right on her front page, these painted, soft, like very modern cakes, beautiful, beautiful work that she does. She has two little boys and she lives with them and her husband here in Utah and runs her wedding cake business just out of her home, just like I do. And she is very no fluff, tell it like it is. I love that about her. And she has this incredible journey to share with us about how she built her business. And not only that, but how she transitioned from stage to stage and took her branding to a whole new level and how it has powerfully impacted her ability to get clients and the type of work that she wants. And it's been so fun for me, such a treat because I've watched the entire journey because she first did a cake in my cake class and if you listen to the previous episode about allowing others to have success and opening the door for success I talked about Cherie and so now we get to hear her side of the story and a little bit more and everything that happened to get her where she is so without further ado here's Cherie Cotron. Hey Cherie it's so good to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. This is my first podcast experience. Is it really your first one? The first time I've ever been on one, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know that you've like taken some time to warm up to podcasts and I you know, found your I office one that you love <laughs> yeah. so much. <laughs> so thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Like this, I'm so excited to have you as a guest because more than even just a fellow baker that I really admire for everything that you've done over the years and just the example you've shown me of like starting with just something you love and and pushing it further and and navigating all of those seasons of life and business more than just watching you do that you're also one of my best friends and so it's really fun to have this conversation with you because I've been there for so much of your story and I've gotten to see your growth and navigating all of those fun fun parts and ups and downs 
And you have a really cool part of your story where you kind of made this transition from taking on, you know, all those celebration cakes and birthday cakes, and you kind of jumped headfirst and like a little more into the wedding world and really shifted your brand, which is such a cool learning opportunity. But before we dive into how you did that, we need to know a little bit about you. And those who haven't met you yet need to know a bit of your backstory and how you got started and why you decided to jump into cakes, which is kind of how we got together as friends. So tell us a little bit about I that. Know. <laughs> well, the first time I really actually ever met you was because we were in cross country together. And uh, you don't remember this because you were always two steps ahead of me. Every single race, my goal was always, I just want to beat Brett. You didn't even know who I was, but I know who you were because I was always looking right at the back of you and I was always like two seconds behind you. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. We were even in... <laughs> you told me this later on and I was. I was like, oh, I I don't remember that. Like, I remember who you are, but... <laughs> yep. And we were even in the newspaper together as like, we were some of the fastest in the county or something and your oh name, God. Brett Bennett and... Sh or no, it wasn't... Yeah, it was Brett Bennett. Yeah, That's Brett, Bennett. Name, that right? was it. Brett Bennett and Sheree Benson, which was my name was even spelled incorrectly, so that was just salt in the wood. But but I, I so we I guess we just became friends on Facebook and then it was so funny because I was going to school full time for criminal justice and I was working full time and it was just really crazy and then I was almost to the end of graduating. And I, I had just been going to school through the summer, just trying to get it done as quickly as possible because I kind of hate school. And so I just <laughs> just want to be done. <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, none of my classes were being offered one summer because I was like kind of they were all like higher level classes. And so they were only going to be taught in the fall. And so all of a sudden I had this summer. Oh, and I had quit my full time job to go do a part time internship. So all of a sudden I went from like working full time and going to school full time to having like a half, a half time, a part time <laughs> job. And I was seriously like, I got to find something to do or I am going to spend the summer watching Netflix, which I don't want to do, <laughs> which I do want to do. But, you know, right, right. Um, and just right around that time, I had started my I noticed that my friend had started watching all these videos um, by Neurotic Mom. Who and is amazing. I, we love Amy. Who is, yes, she is so amazing. And she was doing all these Disney cakes, which is funny because right now she's kind of doing all the Disney cakes again, which is I know. fun to like I kind of watch that full circle. <laughs> yeah, I always recognize hers for her Disney cakes. And yeah. she just is such a good springboard of like, just as like showing how you can just play and have fun and just jump into it. Doesn't matter how young, old, whatever you do, like you can just you know, start to learn how to cake decorate. Yeah, which is, she had like taken a cake decorating class and then she just started making cakes and she doesn't even really sell them or anything. But I, I started watching her videos and it, it got into my brain like, I could do that. I could do that. Which whenever you say that, you know that you have a lot of hard work ahead of you if you actually want to be able to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but my sweet husband took me to the store one night during this time and I he bought me a whole bunch of piping tips and I had this little Easter cake Oh my goodness, this is almost five years ago now, Holy right crap. around this time that oh this is all gosh. going on. That's and amazing. I. Has it really been five years? Yeah, Holy isn't that crazy? Crap. That's crazy. 
And I, I just had this little Easter cake that I wanted to make. I had like a my Pinterest picture. And then I got home and I was like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And what's <laughs> what's kind of crazy is I had never made a cake before ever in my entire life. I had like my my sweet mother is a little bit of a sugar freak. And we <laughs> we never like made baked goods growing up. Like I, I don't have memories of like baking with my grandma and using her recipe. Like I, I just don't have those. And so I I really started from scratch everything just learning how to bake, learning how to make frosting. Like I, I just started kind of playing around. I got on YouTube and just started watching videos and reading recipes on Pinterest and just kind of just built from there and saw pictures of things I wanted to try and would try them. And a lot of it was failing. But then finally <laughs> you came into the picture. I was looking for Joann's. I had noticed that they had all these, like, you could take a cake class, but they were never offered like mm -hmm. it was like on there that they offered them but there was never anything scheduled and then lo and behold here comes Brett saying she's got a cake class and you were teaching how to do buttercream roses which is just something I could never figure out <laughs> so I signed up for your class and the rest is history and I I remember that class because you did you were like come over here and show me how to do this rose and you were like dead set like you're gonna I'm gonna make this rose before this class is over and yes. that was it's so fun to look up that was like that was my first class ever and it's just so serendipitous that you were there yeah. like we've been there since like the very beginning five years ago thank so. goodness for Facebook I know right connecting like, people yep what would we do without it it's like the blessing and the curse of social media I know <laughs> like you stay connected but you know too much so yeah always a little too much <laughs> so after that first class I put up my second class and you came to that one too yeah, where we learned how to kind of like stack cakes which is I hadn't really gotten the hang of that yet I had I don't know. I just had, I hadn't even really learned how to level a cake yet. I just kind of kept them in my big dome and put some frosting on it. And it was just one layer and small, but that's where you, you taught us how to like stack and do a crumb coat. And we took home these cute little cakes and, and they were little, a, it was two yeah, layers, they were. Like little tiny, little two layer cakes. That was perfect. That's all mm. I needed. <laughs> and then I, after that, I started just on my Facebook and Instagram, just my personal accounts, just started kind of making stuff and posting what I was making. And then people in my neighborhood started being like, wow, can I buy one of your cakes for my son's birthday or my daughter's birthday's coming up? I'd like a cake. And I, I remember just kind of being like, you want to buy something from me? Like, <laughs> what? Just, just so I couldn't believe it. So when you started like that, you, you made an Instagram, did you have, you didn't have any intention of selling. You weren't like, oh, this is my business now. You were just wanted to share your pictures. Yeah, that was, it was, yeah, it wasn't even like a, a cake insert. It was just my personal Instagram that I was mm. sharing. I never have wanted to be like a boss lady or a boss mom or <laughs> like, that was never, ever my intention, but it just kind of happened and it's been, it's been really fun. Well, tell me and that challenging. the first order you ever did for a customer, what was that like? And what, what kind of a cake was it? How did that all happen? Oh my goodness. It was, so it was just somebody in my neighborhood that we were just friends on Facebook and she, um, she wanted a cake for her son, but, um, there, 
she, I remember just kind of being like, what do you want? Like, I don't even know what flavors I offer or like how much to charge. That was also challenge. That's a totally new world that you just oh my gosh, don't even yes. know what you're getting yourself into when you start. <laughs> and I just, I had said I would do it for $25 and it was like a chocolate peppermint cake, which is so funny because I have never sold one of those ever again. I don't think, I don't even think oh I offered that. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> But it was, it was good. I actually like it. But, um, and then I just, I, at the beginning, especially love just making like little succulents. And like, after you taught me how to do little roses, you did succulents all the time. Yeah. So it was just like a little, like half moon on top of like little succulents and everything was really light and pastel. She just wanted it to feel really like soft and like earthy kind of. And so it was just Mm. kind of this like grays and light blues and light greens and it was just this cute little cake that had little draping succulents on it that's so fun I love to I love to hear that I love to hear the first one like you don't have any idea what you're doing and you just you don't you just throw yourself (laughs) into it and you it's so fun to look back and just be so appreciative for that first customer to who took a chance on you right I know those first like lots of customers who like gave you like I remember getting my first order from somebody who like, I didn't know them at all. They were like just a referral. And I just remember being like, this person doesn't know who I am. And they're ordering something from me. (laughs) It was a bunch of like baby shower cupcakes. And I just, it's like, it's an adrenaline rush. Really. I feel like Mm. getting orders is totally a rush of like, yeah, somebody trusts me to make them stuff. They're paying me money. they're basically paying you to do what you love it's like i know isn't that awesome play and i get paid for it like let's go Mm -hmm. let's keep this going yeah exactly oh i love it and so you you did that succulent cake and for a while you kind of lived in this space of these like celebration cakes and there was some character cakes i remember the mario one that you did you did how to Mm -hmm. train dragon like you were doing all these fun different themes and where, where, where did you start to hit a wall in that creative space, feeling like it, it wasn't quite fulfilling you the way that you wanted it to? I don't remember exactly when, but I just remember this feeling of just, like, unsatisfaction. Is that a word? Dissatisfaction? Unsatisfied. I just was unsatisfied. <laughs> of, I think I just wanted, like, a clearer vision of who I was as an artist. Hmm. And... I feel like we, so many of us feel like, oh, I'm not good enough to do this, or I'm mm. not like, what is what is the word I'm looking for about? We have um, imposter, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, yes. And I think I was feeling a lot of that. And then also, like, I just didn't really have a clear vision of, like, who I was as a cake designer. And I, I just felt this longing to, like, know who I was that I offered. Because I, I feel like around this time you started being real. I remember opening up my Instagram and just knowing automatically, like that's a Brett cake. Hmm. And so I actually think you're, you're the one to blame. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But I just like, and that was so healthy though, of just like, I want people to know when they see a cake, like, Oh, Cherie made that. Hmm. And um, same with Lila cake shop. (laughs) <laughs> it just every time I see one of her cakes like I know that's hers that's so funny she just I just recorded another episode today where I was talking about finding your cake style and Lila is the one that I reference so I'm like Lila <laughs> yeah. every time I know it's Lila who's actually Laura 
and yes she's just amazing her flowers and her designs they're just breathtaking and you just like swoon over them but you know every single time it's hers so I think that's you funny know that- it's hers yeah and like she's just also been one of my idols since the beginning and so I just think I had started kind of like realizing that like I don't even know how to say this because I don't think there's anything wrong with doing the character cakes and I think for some people mm. that's that's what they love and that's what they're really good at um, but I just wasn't finding the same kind of satisfaction with, especially like, I remember that how to train your dragon cake. I think I spent 22 hours <laughs> on those two cakes. And I remember coming home and looking at the pictures and being like, I don't like those cakes. Like I, mm. and I would never have admitted that back then, but I just remember feeling the sinking of like, I don't want to do this. Like, mm. I don't know, which is funny because there are certain character cakes that I will do. Like if anybody wants a Harry Potter cake, I'm your girl. Right. And <laughs> if anybody wants a Lord of the Rings cake or a Zelda cake, I'm your girl. But for most of the time, like the last time I did Minnie Mouse cakes, I cried and I will never do a Mickey or Minnie cake ever again. Oh Cause, Cause it was just like, I don't know. I just got to a point where like, this isn't quite who, who I am. And I, I just was searching for something different. And I just remember all, I think it was because all of kind of my idols were doing wedding cakes that I just kind of like, maybe that sounds like I'm being a copycat. Maybe I was being a copycat, but it just really appealed to me. Like the beauty, like you could take something like a cake and just make it like a work of art. And that Mm. just felt so, it like spoke to me Mm. of like, this is what I want to do. I want to make art out of something that's delicious. So and we're, it's yeah. like as we're talking about it now, it sounds like it was all very easy like, oh, I I realized what was happening and I made the switch, but like how long did this process go on of like kind of feeling out like, oh, this shift and starting to like cuz I think it's so awesome that you became very conscious of where your heart was and where you were feeling good and that it wasn't really in those things anymore and but to us on this side, it seems like it was so simple to figure that out. But what was that really like? Like, how long did you go through that process of, like, trying to navigate that? I think it was, like, two years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think, like, I think kind of from the beginning, it just was, like, fun, but then also just, like, not quite what I wanted. And then I think it took about a year and a half to realize, like, I really want to make incredible unique wedding cakes like that's who I want to be known as but but it did take it took a long time and just also I think kind of figuring out how you're feeling and your emotions so that just it takes time and I remember having a conversation with you in my Mm -hmm. kitchen I remember exactly where we were both standing I remember it too like (laughs) I remember it so vividly and I just like you were asking me a bunch of questions which you guys have somebody who, like Brett, who knows how to ask good questions that make you think because there's so many <laughs> questions you've asked me that have been like, they stick in my brain and I mull over them like when I'm trying to fall asleep or when I'm in the shower. I'm just what? like, what? <laughs> why do I want to do this? But you- That's so funny because I never intentionally was like, oh, I'm going to play like Sheree's therapist right now and ask her all the questions and dig in. Like we are honestly just being friends and like- Yeah, we were. To bounce ideas and thoughts with somebody who gets it. Somebody who like, you don't have to explain the backstory. Like I understand what your life is like and we can just jump right into those kinds of topics. Yeah, but you you literally just asked a simple question of like, I said, I want to do wedding cakes and you were like, why? Why do you want to do that? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) 
But I had to kind of like figure out like, like, okay, if I'm going to do this cake business, I want to spend my time doing something that makes me really joyous and happy. And I also want it to be financially profitable. And I have found that I get those the most satisfaction financially and artistically from wedding cakes, Mm. especially when it's like a really special, unique wedding cake. So that was, I guess, kind of what concluded out of that. But that question, I mold that over for a really long time. I really love that. Like the why behind it, because honestly, that's what drives it all. Like, why are we doing this? Because sometimes you find that in the end it's not in the cakes anymore and that's okay like that's a, that's yeah, a pivot point is. where you take everything that was beautiful that you learned as a cake decorator as a baker you take it on to the next beautiful thing in your life and then sometimes you just make a pivot in your business like you did there's so many good things and it's it's always about just kind of feeling it out and i have to mention too that not not only like are you growing this business but we both started having kids and so yes. at this point um had you had your first already at this point or yes and I think that's kind of I oh now maybe I would I think I had already had my first child I know it's all (laughs) but I think that's kind of where like the financial part came into it of like I can't really spend time on this anymore yeah without like some type of reward for me and it that sounds terrible as it's no, coming out of but my you're, mouth but you're literally selling your time with your family yes. like you're selling yeah. a resource that is so precious and limited that there's got to be a good compensation for you to be able to show up for it otherwise it's like yeah. why am I selling my my afternoon with my beautiful little boy to make somebody $60 cake like yeah like, it's not 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 happening yeah it's just it became not worth it at that point unless um, there was a reason behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of, you, you figured out your why and you're like, yes, no, this is what I'm doing. And then I remember kind of at the tail end of that conversation, we started, you started asking like, okay, well, how do I do it? How do I get those customers? And we, <laughs> yeah. we talked about it here and there. And so you, you had a couple of kind of epiphany breakthrough moments that really helped springboard you more into the wedding cake business and what were those I feel like there was kind of a few different things that were kind of big that happened and and one of them was just a friend from high school he had become like a marketing person and I don't even remember how I ended up talking to him but he was just like I would I could give you some advice and so we just like one night chatted over zoom and he had like the most straightforward like tough love like yeah he was so like kind of for example he like got on my website that I had created and he in a in a nice way was just kind of like Sheree if you were about to spend hundreds of dollars on a wedding cake would you come to your website and want to order from you and I was like whoa no (laughs) like that was that was like kind of harsh but I it was just really eye-opening of like, no, I wouldn't. Like, I, if I saw my website, I would think like, oh, a really amateur person made this website because it looked very amateur. And it was, I, I mean, I was so proud of the work I had done at mm-hmm. that point. But like, if I want to attract customers that are going to be paying top dollar, like, that is not a good website to present to them. Right. And it's not and, to say that yeah. like, 
that it had served you so well up to that yeah, point. Yeah, it had. Like, it's not to say that you should have jumped right to like, oh, I better, you know, hire someone and make it as fancy as possible. Because I'm a super advocate for like, just chip away at it as you go. Because my own website, oh my gosh, it was a piece of junk. The first <laughs> one, I, I, it went through like several iterations, but I never let that stop me from getting started. And you didn't, I, it's like you, you're, what you had was beautiful and it functioned. And then it was really great to have that wake up call of like, oh, it's not serving my purpose anymore. And it's time for yeah. a change. And that tough love that he gave you was so good to like see clearly the pathway forward. So, Yeah. And then another thing that he said to me, my logo back then was this cute little cupcake with like a succulent Because you were succulent. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love doing all the little succulent cakes. And he was just like, do you sell a lot of cupcakes? And I was like, no, I don't really do cupcakes very often. He's like, oh, why is your logo a cupcake? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That's a really good point. I just, I don't know. It's in the cake family. <laughs> but it was just like such a simple thing that like, yeah, you're right. I want to sell wedding cakes. So my logo should probably be a wedding cake, not mm. a little cupcake with a succulent on it. And that was another thing like that served me for a time and then it was time to move on to the next thing. And and so I kind of at that point, um, I started to kind of just shift my business to, to what I wanted. And I remember you kind of told me, like, if you want people to buy wedding cakes from you, you need to post wedding cakes. Mm -hmm. And so I just started posting wedding cakes all the time. I reposted old wedding cakes and... Um, I just like that was the majority of what I was posting. And I on remember Instagram. I remember you being resistant to that. You were like, but but I don't have enough to post and yep. all I'm the orders I have are are celebration cakes and how can I not post those? And and mm -hmm. it was like a lot of it, it was like worrying about the how, like how how is this mm -hmm. actually gonna work? Like you're telling me to do this, but I really don't feel like it's gonna work. And but it worked. It did, and it's okay to repost the yes. same picture oh my god I, I have reposted some of my cakes probably like five or six times because a who cares and b like the only people that are gonna remember are probably like your friends that remember uh, that one yeah cake you are here put and like who cares <laughs> if like they should be happy for you like well, I don't know and if you think about it like if you're selling a cake to a bride you're only selling a cake to her once for yeah. the most part you know she'll refer people and so it's like you're always trying to get in front of new eyes people who have never mm -hmm. seen your work before it's going to be totally fresh to them and I always compare it to like if you were going to go and apply for a job somewhere and you're going to turn in a resume you've got that work experience little section right and yeah. you're not going to take off things because you're like oh I already submitted that resume at a different place and it had that work experience so I, I better take that off for this one that I no, you're gonna put your best stuff on there yeah. so that people can see it so that it shows you in your best light so absolutely like bring your best stuff back to the top so people can see it again I love that analogy that's a really great analogy and and I I I started figuring out like good hashtags to use that that mm. just kind of came through trial and error but then there was like a bunch of stuff that I did. I, I took a course from Udemy on how to be better at Instagram. And that oh. really, really helped. And um, I, I, this is maybe kind of a slippery slope, but I kind of started asking some of like, how, like different types of friends, like 
what kind of things that interest you when it comes to the cake world? Like people that aren't in the cake world, like what do you think is fun? Or like, what are you interested in? And just kind of like started coming up with my own creative ideas kind of based off of like what different people liked. What did they say? And, because we, we are so up close in it that we really do. Yeah. It's like we, we kind of miss the forest because of the trees because we're very uh-huh. like our blinders are up. What did they tell you? What kind of thing? Do you remember? Well, I, I asked for pictures and I remember some people just sent me like really just normal, I don't know, like just kind of like elegant, beautiful, white, simple cakes. And then some people kind of sent me like, like deep, rich emeralds with like pretty greenery and berries. And then I remember one person kind of sending me like different textures. And I, I just remember I just fell in love with like the deep, rich colors and like using florals and greenery and just... I love, it's funny when you see a bunch of pictures, you, you notice like, this is what I am attracted to. And I think that also kind of helped me realize like, this is what I want to focus on. Like Mm. these people are saying, I like this. That's my target audience. That's the picture Mm. I like. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to create. I love that. I I thought that was kind of a really cool exercise for me to just kind of be figuring out who I wanted to be. Yeah. And it's just so... It's so good to look back and see the process because mm-hmm. you you never could have guessed. You never could have imagined like five years ago when you took my class. Nope. <laughs> could you have ever imagined the cakes that you've done? Because you've made beautiful cakes. You've driven them all over Utah. You've had amazing customers and have grown so much. Like you never, ever would have guessed, but you it's like you didn't let the fear of like, how am I going to get there? Or like, that seems really far away. That never stood in your way. And you just took small steps and just felt, felt out what was, what was right for you. I just think that's so cool (laughs) to look back and see that journey. It's so, such a great example of just honestly, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurism, I can't, what's the word? Entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial, like spirit at its heart, like just (laughs) finding a creative outlet and just, you know, showing up for it. And I think if people are afraid, there's ways to like learn to be, like I started doing a whole bunch of like photo shoots where I like a photographer was like throwing a photo shoot and I went to them and said, can I put my work can I do a cake for your shoot and they said yes and then that allowed me to have creative freedom Mm. and then it also allowed me to network and I learned a lot (laughs) a lot with all that experience of just kind of like how to deal with different people and like Mm. how to make sure I was getting taken care of and just I, I networked I made a lot of friends that way and just I also did like a bridal fair I did I I joined giveaways I you know I did a lot of things to kind of like get myself out there and get myself out of my comfort zone. And it was, I am not a person who likes to like sell myself at all. I think I'm really not good at it. I'm uncomfortable with it, but it kind of forced me to like talk myself up and like sell my brand a little bit, which was hard, but like, you just kind of have to do that. If you like, that's just kind of the world we live in right now and that's okay. And well, that was all, yeah. The reality is when you step up and you're like, hi, I'm Cherie, I make cakes. And yeah, it feels a little uncomfortable to you. 
to somebody else. They're like, oh, good. I was looking for somebody. Like, thank goodness that you actually, you know, put it out there so I could find you. Because how many times, like, I don't know if you've had this, but how many times have you been searching for some kind of product or service and you can't find a single person who does it? Like right now I'm trying to find someone to cut and color my hair and I have called so many people and I'm like exhausting all my options. I'm like, all right, somebody, somebody please put on Instagram or Facebook like that you do this and you love it and, and it's your business because I would love to hire you right now. Like that's the cool thing is that when you sell, it's actually not about you at all. It's about making making yourself yourself available. Available. Yeah. And you told me once like no one else is going to like do that for you. Like no one else is going to sell your brand for you. You have to talk it up yourself. Like you're, you've got to be the one to do that because like, who else is going to be like, I mean, obviously you have friends that are like, oh, my friend Cherie, she does cake. She's awesome. But like, I don't know. You, you need to be your own advocate for sure. Absolutely. And I, I've heard from my own business coach, she's talked about, she's like super into neuroscience and like the science behind our emotions and psychology in there and she's super duper smart and she talks about how they've done brain scans on people and found that the emotion that lights up our brains the most is not love it's not hate it's enthusiasm and like really that yeah that enthusiasm is what literally catches fire for people and so when you're enthusiastic and excited about your business and how it really serves a purpose people catch the vision of that. People jump on board with that. And and then it becomes, you know, they enjoy your product, but it, they also enjoy the high of like supporting someone and the energy that you give off and the whole experience of it. It becomes so much more than just even that one single product that they experience from you. So yeah, you got to hold that enthusiasm and, I love and that. just step into it, step into your role. Definitely. So... Tell us how, like, obviously the story is not done. Like you're still in the middle of it right now. And you've gone through your own ups and downs. You had your second baby. And Mm -hmm. I know that you had a time where you were like, you dropped everything. And and you knew that you just needed to be at home available for different things. And so you took a break. And now you're coming back into it. And tell us kind of where you're at now with your business. Like, how has all of your hard work paid off up to this point and where do you see it kind of going? Like what's, what's next for, by the way, Cherie's business is Wildflower Cake Co. So yes. we didn't even mention that <laughs> in the beginning. That's the name of her business and you need to go find her on Instagram, Wildflower Cake Co, which is flower, just normal flower, like F-L-O-W-E-R, right? Did I yes, spell it right? that's right. Yeah. Um, so what, what's like, what's going on right now with Wildflower Cake Co? Well, it's so funny. I swear having a baby, The each time I've had a baby has kind of been when I've been going through this like... Uh, redefining process. But my old business was cakes that are baked. Um, and when, right when I was having my first son, Liam, it's kind of when I was going through this transition of like, I want to be a wedding cake designer. I want to get into kind of like the beautiful, high-end, unique wedding cakes. Um, and now when I had my second son, Scotty, it was kind of during this break of like, I, I took a break from cakes because my babies just needed me. And I feel like when you start to miss something, that's when my brain just kind of seems to be more clear about what I want to do with my business. And like, especially with 
with two babies now, my time is that much more restricted. And so um, I just, as I got back into doing cakes, I just wanted to be as intentional with every second as I possibly could be because I, I just honestly sometimes feel like I don't have one extra ounce of energy to spare. Mm. And so I just, I'm just trying to be really intentional with, with my business. And so I actually just rebranded to Wildflower Cake Co. Um, because I just, I just really wanted to, uh, I, I can't even think of the way to put it. I just wanted I, to appear the way that, go ahead, you always know how to put things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it was the last piece of your brand puzzle that you were missing. Yes. Because you'd done your logo, your website, and you'd really changed like the style that you worked in. And then the name was kind of like that last little piece that, that needed the upgrade to kind of this new realm that you were working in. Yeah. And, and I love cakes that are baked and that was just awesome. And it was also just kind of silly and a little more lighthearted <laughs> where I feel like my wildflower cake coat, first of all, I totally identify as a wildflower. Yes, Look you wildflowers do. Up. They you are absolutely so cool. Do. You are the biggest hippie. The biggest... <laughs> I, I am them. just like, they don't need anybody to help them grow. They just kind of do their own thing and they <laughs> do it wherever they want. <laughs> One fun fact about Sheree is that she loves mushrooms. Like I know. Uh, the, just like as a design, like as a... I don't know, like a little icon. You love mushrooms and you love camels and pyramids. <laughs> yep. I love, I get kind of obsessed about weird things. Um, but this wide flat, I remember coming up with the name as soon as I, it, mm. I wrote it out. It just like, oh, that's it. That's, mm. that's it. Okay. I'm getting off track, but I have been looking for a pair of shoes for like, <laughs> three weeks now and I cannot find a pair of shoes and I just want it when I put them on I just want to feel that like oh, this is so com this is exactly mm. what I'm looking for mm. the style the feel the like I want the shoe and I cannot find my shoes but when I wrote out Wildflower <laughs> Kitco that all of a sudden was like oh this is the shoe that fits and it feels so comfortable and it just feels like me like it just spoke to me so clearly of like this is it this is me this is where I want to go it was your glass and, slipper. It was yeah, your Cinderella and, slipper that fit. That's awesome. And it's so cool because I literally got a message from somebody saying, I am looking for a cake and your name really spoke to me because I want a cake that looks just like this. And she sent me this beautiful wildflower cake. Oh my and it's just like, gosh. Like it literally. Amazing. Like my name is drawing the type of customers that I want. And so when I relaunched my new website, I don't know if this is just a coincidence and I don't think this will last forever, but so far every single order I've gotten on my new yeah. website has been my style, my taste, what I want to do. Like, I can't say no, like this is a cake I want to do. And it's just been, it's been incredible just to, I don't know, be in this new road of wildflower cake co. That's just, it's just me. Isn't that so cool? Because I'm like, we talk about marketing and it honestly, it boils down to something so simple. It is communicating with people in a way that resonates with them, in a way yeah. that actually connects with them. Like it is putting out there the things that people are actually like looking for, the people you're actually trying to target. Like, of course, it makes perfect sense. Like your wildflower cake co, of course, people wanting floral cakes in your style are going to come there. It just is like the perfect match and they have zero confusion when they roll up to your door, your website, 
and they look everything like it it's all perfect it all just sings right to what they're looking for yeah and i don't you want that like don't you want to connect with an artist who gets your vision just as much as you get theirs like i just think that's the perfect it's just perfect when it all aligns like that yes and not not to mention like the bravery to let go of the things that don't align and and to be okay like if a customer comes up and they're like yeah no it's not going to be a good fit you're like great because if you're not feeling it then I'm not feeling it like (laughs) then I'm not the one for you and it's gotten so much easier I think as your vision gets clearer of who you are and what you want to do and what like voice you want to have it gets easier and easier to say like I'm so sorry that's actually not the right I'm not the right mm-hmm. person for you mm-hmm. and and I if I were a person I would appreciate that maybe yeah <laughs> like to like you want to find the person that's right for you just like I don't know it goes both ways right and I feel like all that does is put it doesn't put a bad taste in their mouth they're just like oh what an honest like genuine authentic person running a business like that yeah. they would care about me enough as a customer to like know that it's that there's something that's a better match for my needs I think that's really cool uh Shuri I love you so freaking much (laughs) it's like so fun to take this little trip down memory lane and I I've never really got I mean like I've been there for your whole story but to hear a lot of these pieces strung together is incredible and the last thing that I want to ask you is like, what would you say to all the other home bakers out there who are kind of still stuck in the startup stages or stuck in those moments of transition or any kind of moments who are just like, you know, wanting to make it work? What kind of advice would you give to our listeners? First things first, raise your prices. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> as soon as I... I know that when we're all starting out, we feel like we don't deserve to make money and we like negotiate ourselves down, but your time is so valuable. And as soon as I raise my prices, all of my really grumpy, frustrating customers disappeared. Same. And like all the ones that are super nitpicky and just really difficult to work with, they all just kind of vanished overnight because I don't those people want a cheap deal and that's that's not my ideal client anymore and so if you just raise your prices value make sure that you're valuing your time appropriately and that okay I'll get off my soapbox about the pricing but that oh I mean I love that soapbox (laughs) I stand on it all day because it's it's not even just your time it's your it's your whole mental energy because yeah like you think about when you're first learning to do this, you are constantly pouring over in your brain how you're going to pull something off and like what you need to order for it. And, oh, I need to go shopping and I, I need to answer the email and I need to make sure mm-hmm. like I've said, like there's so much mental background work happening. And then the consciousness that you have to bring when you're actually creating the product, like you have to be on your A game and yes. that comes at a cost. It does. And yeah, even like I charge more for wedding cakes simply because I spend so much time talking to the brides and grooms about stuff. And that just, Mm. that takes my time. And so it just, it just costs more. And so anyways, but I would also just say like 
just do it. I think, I don't even know, that's like so overreaching, but like you don't have a logo, start your business anyways. You don't have a perfect website, just go for it anyways. Like not everything has to be all perfect and aligned for you to get going. I feel like I'm a perfectionist. I'm somebody who I just want everything to be perfect and then I'll get going. Mm -hmm. But I think as we wait for things to get perfect, we're missing so many great opportunities to learn and grow and extend ourselves. And you just got to just get out of your comfort zone and do it. And I think you'll be amazed at how awesome you are. I heard the best analogy that goes along with that advice where it was like a coach or someone and he was speaking at this event and he had people... He had them, he, he gave him pieces of paper and he was like, you know, you, the only rule is you can, you can fold it however you want, but we just want to see who can get their piece of paper to go the farthest, right? And so everybody's like folding all these complex little paper airplanes and, you know, trying to make the best design and they're all throwing them, seeing who can get the farthest. And he's like, all right, my turn. And he just crumples the paper up as small and tight as it'll go. And he chucks it across the room (laughs) and it's done is better than perfect. Like Uh you get farther sometimes by just putting out that crumpled, like messy attempt. That's when you truly, truly learn. And you're going to get so much closer to your goals by just going for it. And and you don't have to, like, like you said, there's so many opportunities that there's no requirement. There's no like, ticket to entry of like oh you have to like have this you have to have that or you have to like have your skills at this point like there is so many ways you can grow and do it right now I love 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 that advice I think it's so perfect Shuri thank you so much for being here and we have we have to make sure that people can connect with you you guys you have to see the gorgeous work that she does and she started like learning how to do wafer paper flowers that's what it was right they were wafer paper I thought so it was actually sugar flowers sugar flowers and they were gorgeous they blew me away I was like can you come teach me now (laughs) I just got my kit of stuff so I could start doing it that's amazing so I'm so excited all right so where can people find you where can they follow along with you so on instagram i'm at wildflower.kateco and then my website is wildflowerkateco.com and then my facebook is actually still cakes that are baked because it won't (laughs) let me change the name so i don't even know what to do about that but that's pretty much where i am that's awesome oh this has been the funnest conversation thank you thank you thank you so much for having me i just always love talking to you